if we're talking about our feet, um, uh, I'll let you know that the incredible blisters in the back of my ankles from wearing celebratory loafers. What on kind of loafers? Can. They're Bass Weegians. Bass Weegians? What'd you spend on them? 95 Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're, we, they're, just they're, won, they're... we just won can, Alex. You're spending $95 on loafers? You should be spending like... 500. So here's the story. I've been dabbling with loafers and I feel good about it, but I'm not ready to go for the $800 Gucci's. You got to dive the fuck in, Alex. I'm working my way towards them. I don't think you get blisters and $800 Gucci's. You know, it's funny. I was debating between like the $100 reasonable ones and the $800 Gucci ones. I went with the affordable one. You know, I'm trying to be responsible and uh, they tore the fuck out of my feet. I'm, I'm in so much pain. Like I couldn't even walk last night. I had to like tiptoe. <laughs> home from dinner you hate to see it i'm not gonna put my foot up to the camera but the color on the back of my ankle i think you should only described as purple and please red please alex please show me your foot please put your foot on camera Let's just start the show. Let's, let's uh, start the show. I mean, the show has already started. I love how we say let's start the show like halfway through as if like us bantering and bullshitting is not the show. TBD on what we're doing here. Okay, Kevin. Um, Welcome. Welcome to the show. The show is called Front Center. Should I introduce the show? No, that's a terrible idea. We, you know, it's that, funny, was like, that was a good intro, though. I'm going to keep that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Can I tell you that my mom uh, listens to the podcast? Hi, mom. Yeah. Does she have any feedback? Yeah, she does. She thinks we're getting better. First and foremost, Ooh, okay. she was like, hey, I listened to the first couple and she's having some issues downloading, you know, the newer ones, which is, you know, to be to be expected. What's but she issues? said that we're as we go, we're getting better. And she That's says that we're doing about. good. And she said to keep up the energy, like keep high up the, okay. energy, like high energy. And she said not just for me, for you as well, Kevin. So okay. she has notes for you. She's like, Kevin, you know, sometimes you can get a little down. You got to you got to, you know, keep the energy high. All right. So, I'll try. I'll do my best. Yeah, I'll do my best, Joni. Thank you. Yeah. So let's the first topic that I think was actually the topic that we were going to talk about last week and then we ran out of time. I think one of the things that we can't do is record podcasts before meetings. You know, it just kind of puts a lot of energy and sort of. Yeah, but, you know, we're a busy studio, so no, we can get it in while we can fit it in. That's fair. But I do like when it's like a meandering sort of like journey through late afternoon and we can just kind of like, you know, casually kick it, Kevin. True. I agree. But also it's better when we start hitting like hour 20, that's like, yeah. Kevin does not like an over hour podcast, which I don't understand. I think most podcasts hit about an hour, right? Yeah, but you know, we're not most podcasts. But I don't think it's a problem. I think you see it as like, wow, we've gone over. And I see it as like, no, we just hit a bunch of stuff. I mean, I just, I look at it from like the logistics of getting the edit done. Well, that's fair. And, you know, it's, I'm it's, not it's taking, taking me, uh, I mean, I'm getting faster for sure. I just remember two or three weeks ago, we were at like an hour 20 and it was like, oh my God, like I was up pretty late doing that one. It's a little tough because I'm I'm still getting used to editing my own voice and like we're cleaning it up and we're, you know, stop, we're trying to stop saying, um, and all that shit, but there's a lot of love that goes in there. And, uh, I appreciate sometimes that. I need a little fucking break from hearing myself talk. That's right. And, and hearing you talk so, respectfully. I mean, I understand. Um, Kevin, I just want to say one thing. Thank you for your service. Salute. Um, first topic is Colt 45. So Colt 45 is a brand of malt liquor, an iconic brand. Honestly, it's, it's not the, uh, the most high end product on the world. It's owned by Paps Brewing Company. It's kind of a classic. It is probably $2, right? And it comes in 40 ounces. Um, I was more of an old English guy myself uh, growing up. up. Kevin, did you drink Colt 45s? 
Hell yeah, I drank Colt 45s. I mean, it's 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 just one of those things. Like when you're a kid and you don't you know you don't got money for the Coors Light or the the Miller Lights or the Bud Lights of the world yeah. or you know. And also, and you know, just... when somebody's picking you up stuff when you're maybe not of age to be drinking, instead of saying like, "Oh, I need a whole case," or like, "Give me two Colt 45s, I'll be lit." Like, oh my god, I'll be more than lit, honestly. Like, oh my god, two forties. I don't think at any age. Like, I think at age, you know, sixteen, seventeen, which is probably when I was drinking Old English. And uh, probably the same for you, Kev. Um, no, I was drinking. I was drinking cold forty fives in college. Oh, in college. Okay. Like freshman, freshman, sophomore year of college. I was. Yeah. I would fancy the cold forty five. Do you ever play forty hands? Not with a cold forty five, um, but just in general. Yeah, I mean, I did it with like Budweisers, and I, I finished yeah. in finished in like thirty minutes. Wow. I, I was just. Kevin. Yeah. No, I can. I can really put away some beer. I believe it, and so i think if i even today you know I'm a bigger guy if i drank a 40 i'd be on my ass the thing about a 40 is it's like you have to drink it kind of quickly because it's going to get so gross after like 10 minutes i mean it's already gross it starts off pretty gross i think that you're coming from it from the old english perspective of it and like yeah. old english is much worse than cold 45. they refer to it at one point a lager is it a lager like that's i think of lager i think of like a real beer this is malt liquor i'm not i'm not a beer expert but i don't know if i would call this a lager maybe it is if it is you know good for mm, them good for them yes. for getting that certification but i'm just not sure if if it's a lager i'm not totally sure what the difference is between a malt liquor and a beer um kevin do you have that information Ooh, what information sorry i was what the difference <laughs> hey kevin you're uh hosting a podcast the difference between a malt liquor and a beer you want me to google it yeah, look it up for me while I'm kind of talking through this. So Cool 45 is a, uh, I would describe it as a beer company that makes, is famous kind of for 40 ounces, again, lower quality alcohol. And it's one of those brands that just, you know, you, you see it at the bodegas and you see it sort of on the streets and it's, you know, it's typically uh, cracked open on the sidewalk. It looks like it was designed in 1984 and no one has touched it since. And that um, has changed, obviously, as they've been given a redesign by an agency called Standard Black in Los Angeles. And uh, it's good. I think this is, there's just no way to describe this other than this is exactly what they needed to do, which is take the old brand not lose its equities, but just modernize it, bring it to 2020, uh, clean it up, delete all the shadows, delete all the textures, refine and sort of uh, clean up some of the, the logo type, keep the colors, bring in the gold. And uh, it works. It works really well. I think every single piece about this brand update feels spot on. I think the essence of the original brand hasn't been lost. They've brought it to cans. I don't know if I recall seeing a Colt 45 can. Oh yeah, they've confirmed they've had cans. I'm sure they've always had uh, cans, but like the old packaging looked pretty bad and it looked pretty cheap. And uh, this new one is bold. It's simple. It's minimal. It's graphic. And you know, that's how I like my brands, Kevin. So um, it's, uh, it's certainly a, a nice upgrade. It's definitely not going to be something I go for in, in the cooler. And that has nothing to do with this design. It really has to do with the cooler. Oh, we are drinking Colt 45s at the next opportunity. Ooh, you know what? Actually, Kevin, this is, you know what? The missed opportunity. Again, last week, we didn't eat Chick Kings or I didn't eat a Chick King. This week, I'm not drinking a Colt 45. I mean, this podcast is uh, cursed. Listen, Alex, I'm going to be honest with you. I can't drink a Colt 45 right now. I got to drive later. So I'm not, okay. I'm, I'm not fucking with a Colt 45 at the moment. 
But uh, next week, next week when we're in the studio together, when we're back, yeah. we're back in the action. I don't actually see them around New York very much, so no, maybe, true. maybe not. We'll get these, but we're gonna get these. We're drinking yeah. cold forty fives. Okay. I like it. I like it a lot. And uh, it's one of those projects where you look at the before and you're like, whoa, I didn't realize just how dated and bad that old packaging looked. And this one looks right at home. It's like a sweater that you, uh, you know, that you buy, but you put it on and it doesn't even feel like a new sweater. It just feels yeah. like something you've had for a long time. Kevin, thoughts? It's so sick. I'm so happy for Colt 45. Wow. They did the right thing. Yeah. Type looks sick. They improved on it every single level. My favorite asset that's in this brand new article is the broken bottle because everybody who's drank at least one Colt 45 knows that after one Colt 45, you just have an innate urge to smash the bottle. And as you get older, you kind of like figure out to not smash it. And, you know, smashing a bottle is like really not a good thing for anybody, <laughs> but they're just so tempting to smash. And, you know, <laughs> glass breaks and it is what it is, but. I yeah. just really identify with this smashed Colt 45 bottle. I remember a reckless 18-year-old Kevin just, you know, pounding two of these and smashing the fuck out of one outside of my design school in college. And, you know, I'm sorry for that. I'm sorry. I apologize for smashing the bottle. It's not a good look. It's not something I really want to be associated with me, but I'm outing myself right now to get out in front of the story. If anybody was there and remembers it and is going to call me out. Um, but I just want to clear the record and say that I'm sorry for smashing that bottle. Well, I'm so glad that you were able to get that off your chest, Kevin. I mean, that's what the podcast is for, is to go back to our younger selves and uh, apologize for the mistakes we've made. So, yeah. Also, uh, the really, one, really beautiful, Kevin. One Thank last you. thought on Colt 45 is I think it looks maybe a little too similar to like Miller White or the blue on the white, like yep, kind of a similar type face going on. I'm not mad at it. Like, yeah, I love Miller Light too. Like, shit, I'll drink, I'll drink 11 Miller Lights. Like, don't tempt me. <laughs> uh, 11. Don't tempt Kevin. He'll drink 11 Miller Lights and, uh, you know, fucking break some stuff. I mean, I, I don't I'll drink 11 Miller Lights, but I will responsibly crush the cans and recycle them now. I'm not, will, I'm not about breaking shit anymore. I mean, listen, you're 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 a reformed. You're you're a grown up. You're grown up, Kevin. I'm, I'm a grown ass man. That's right. You're a grown ass man. And you know what? You're not going to drink a 40 and smash it on the ground anymore. I will say um, and we should move on. I don't understand. I've never understood why showing off a brand and then what, you know, what, it, what it does to smash it and then take a photo of it other than like, it's cool, but I just don't know if that necessarily elevates the brand. We're trying to, you know, take this thing forward, maybe refine it and update it and modernize it and elevate it a little bit. And so I don't know why smashing it is, 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 is a good idea. Well, the thing is with this brand, it's, it's, it's not a very it's, elevated beverage. You're not going out and drinking Colt 45 and you're trying to have like a nice night. You're not no. you're not sitting back at a at a campfire, mm. you know, just chilling drinking Colt 45. When you're drinking Colt 45, like you're trying to get after it. You're you're getting out there, you're you're mm. you're being a little yeah. gritty, you're you're being a little uh you're no, being a little it. scrappy. Like it's a pretty no one's, it's a cheap beverage. So no like, one's ever said, I'll take the porterhouse, the cream spinach, and the uh, Colt 45 sort. Oh, uh, what do you have on draft? Um, do you have a Colt 45? No one's ever said that in the history of me. Yeah. And you're, when you're getting after it, sometimes bottles break. And I think it's a pretty real image they captured here. And I think anyone who's drank a Colt 45 can relate to this image here. Uh, excuse me, sir. I'll have, I'll have the lobster. And, uh, do you have Colt 45 on draft? No, you drink, you're drinking a Colt 45 with like a chopped cheese or like, you're drinking cold 45 with like that greasy, like deli sandwich or like, you know, yeah. 
Uh, you're drinking cold 45 with like fucking Papa John's. You're drinking cold 45 in the streets. I think that's like the, the, the truth of the matter. It's like, I don't think you even drink cold 45 inside. I think you can only drink cold 45, like on a street corner. There's no better place to drink a cold 45 than outside in a paper bag. There's, that's what I'm saying. You can't beat it. You can't beat it. That's what I'm saying. Like at the, at the school parking lot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or like, uh, you know, the, the park, you know, sort of, uh, you know, oh, by yeah. the basketball court. You know what I yeah. mean? That's where you drink a cold 45. Uh, let's move on because we've been talking about cold 45 for 45 minutes. Um, the next topic is also beer. We're going to go from beer to beer here. Core seltzer, you know, the seltzer game, obviously we've talked about it in the past. It's gone fully nuclear in terms of every brand has to have a seltzer. Obviously White Claw started all this a couple of years ago. The industry has just Blossom, I don't even blossom is the wrong word. The industry has just exploded. Um, people are drinking seltzers everywhere. It used to be a summer thing, and now it's just like an all year round thing. It's lower calorie. It's, uh, you know, kind of tastes like nothing, but it is an absolute mega trend. And the big companies, they cannot stay away from it. You know, uh, the Coronas, the Coors, um, every, the Bud Lights, every brand is in the seltzer game. And I think now what's happening, Kevin, Sort of like, you know, the chicken sandwich wars, the seltzer wars are just like who can do the craziest thing, like who could do the weirdest, you know, flavors and collabs and kind of go for it. And uh, this story is about Coors Seltzer and their orange cream pop flavor. And they celebrated that by making a collaboration, a boozy ice cream. Um, And so I want to get your thoughts on it quickly. Yeah, so... Package design wise, you know, it's yeah. pretty sick. Like I like the design of it. I like I especially like the orange cream pop hard seltzer. I'm yeah. I'm here for that. But when you move into the ice cream, I'm not here for that. I don't like yeah. at no point have I ever been like, you know how I want to get drunk tonight, eating fucking ice cream. But I prefer to keep my ice cream and my alcohol separated. Kevin, you and I see eye to eye here. Keep the booze out of my ice cream. And I've seen other, there's like this uh, shop in Williamsburg that's like does boozy of ice cream. Of course there is. And it's fucking gross. Like nobody wants ice cream with rum in it. No one wants vodka, sorbet. Like get your fucking booze out of my ice cream. It's not novel. It's not new. It's not exciting. I don't want it. It's a terrible, terrible idea. Um, What I will say, and I agree with you again, Kevin, you know, sort of great minds. I'm here for a core seltzer orange cream pop flavor. I can probably tell you right now that that shit's going to be delicious. And it's maybe, gonna, maybe. Uh, it's hard to say with these seltzers these days, you know, they're cutting calories, cutting carbs and okay. Know, hard to say what these are going to, if they're, if they're going to taste good or not good. Okay. I personally don't really like seltzer. I think yeah. it kind of tastes like medicine. Okay. But I'm willing to try it. So put it on the list. Cold 45 orange cream popsicle. We'll try and, it. Uh, you know, I just like, you know, I like that these brands are getting crazy um, and making flavors that are, you know, sort of uh, a bit more experimental. I'm here for the seltzers that taste like candy and taste like ice cream. I'm not here for the ice cream that tastes like booze. I'm yes. not here for that. I've got two thoughts. First yeah. off, going back to the packaging, that drip on the top of the can, excellent. Looks great. Also, the orange cream pop on the back yeah. of the can. With the Coors Seltzer logo on it? Yeah. Fucking sick. Great really? job. Yeah. I oh, like oh, I see what you're saying. Sorry, yeah, I wasn't yeah. even like tracking. Yeah, the back of the can. Yeah, that's, that. you know, that, agree to disagree there. Kevin. I'm a fan. Okay. But, you know, 
maybe if you have that on the back of the can, you clean it up a little bit. You don't put the, you don't need the logo on there twice. Yep. You, know, you, you f- figure it out. You, don't you know what it reminds me of, Kevin, is uh, Cool House. We talked about last week. They have some of the drips on the top of the packaging. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm not here for all the sort of, uh, you know, sort of pomp and circumstance on the label, but I'm really just, I'm really focused on the flavor. I think, because I mean, an orange cream popsicle, Kevin, is a classic dessert. It's like a classic thing. And to be honest, I wish more things tasted like it. It's a great flavor profile. It is. I also like the Killer Seltzer General sort of like do it for the rivers type thing i like that they sort of have that story that they yeah, kind of yeah. run with it's like gives them something to talk about that's not just like this is low calorie and delicious it's like for the rivers i kind of like it yeah it's cool yep. um you know what i absolutely hate yep i hate ice cream companies mm. and when they take photos of their ice cream and Speak it's like it. coming out of the fucking like oh, coming yeah. out of the container i yeah. fucking hate that it, like are you telling me that i'm gonna get that much ice cream when i get one of these like you had to take ice cream out of another fucking container Yes. Pile it on top. Stylize it. Yep. Like, who knows what else you did to that shit to make it stay? It's fucking mathematically impossible to open up a a pint of ice cream and for that pint to have more ice cream in it than the top of the lid. Yeah. And that is often how brands are styled on internet websites, fucking advertisements. For whatever reason, for ice cream brands, you've seen the pint. But the problem is, Kevin, when you look at a pint of ice cream, you can't see the ice cream. You can only see the pint. So they want to show you the ice cream. So they got to put more ice cream from another pint on top of it. And it looks ridiculous. Look out for it now. You'll notice it everywhere you go. And you'll say, oh, this is what Alex and Kevin were talking about. Thank you for brand explaining that to me. That's one of my favorite things in the world to do, Kevin. You know that. Brandsplaining yeah. is my fucking, uh, to be honest, was almost the name of this podcast. Hey, it could be a segment or something. Um, Brandsplaining. But if don't you're gonna... steal that from us. We stole it from someone else. Don't steal it from us. Okay. Yeah. I don't I, I don't know. No, not about... you. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the listeners, Kevin. Yeah. I'm also talking to listeners. I don't know anything about that. Um, mm-hmm. Do whatever yeah. you want. Um, but, you know, if you're going to show ice cream, maybe just do a scoop. Like, figure it out. Don't do this shit. It's infuriating. Like obviously, obviously, we know there's not that much ice cream in there. Yeah. Like there will never be that much ice cream in a pint. It's so yep. unrealistic. It looks yep. like shit. Yep. Our next topic is another food topic. And it's um, a story that kind of circulated a couple months ago or maybe a couple weeks ago. I've completely lost track of time. I have no idea what day or month or year it is. But there was a story about Subway and the tuna not being tuna. And it wasn't fish, Right. And there was a sort of like a lawsuit against Subway that they were the sandwiches, the Subway sandwiches were actually not made from from tuna at all. There was actually no fish in it whatsoever. And so this was a New York Times article, and that was from January. Okay, so it was a couple. It was a couple of months ago. It was like five, six months ago, and they said that it wasn't. They they did some research, and then Subway had to come out and say that was. You know, it was actually a little bit of, of 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 tuna, and the lab studies were wrong, and so sort of back and forth. And I don't really recall who won. All I know is that in the end, I believe Subway lost, right? Because people are horrified that the tuna sandwich that they got from Subway all these years was actually not fish whatsoever. Now, so my first question to you, Kevin, is: Are you a Subway a tuna at Subway guy? What's no, your absolutely what's your absolutely guy? not? Um, yeah, that's back this. in when I was in sixth grade. Subway was by far my favorite restaurant. You know, oh, yeah. we'd go, we'd go after football practice. We'd go after, you know, we'd get it pretty frequently, maybe like 
every other week or the five dollar footlongs is what brought you know me and my mom into subway they they really got us with the deal you know i'd get i think i'd get the italian combo every time you know i'd get provolone cheese i'd get it toasted lettuce extra pickles mayonnaise mustard maybe sometimes some hot sauce you know if i was feeling a little saucy you know i loved subway i thought it was great but I didn't know of a better sandwich. Like I didn't know any better, but to like the hoagies they were pumping out at Subway. I thought that's what hoagies were. It's a gateway sandwich. Yeah. Two sandwiches. The better sandwich. To be honest, what I learned from Subway is like the toppings, the the condiments and toppings of a sandwich are crucial. Mm -hmm. Like at Subway, their meat is shitty. You know, I don't even know if that's meat. I think there will be a study coming out soon that'll be like Subway's meat's not meat. Yeah. But the meat's yep. not very good. So you, you yep. load up on the veggies, you load up on extra lettuce or you yep. get the lettuce and the spinach. Yep. And then you get extra fucking pickles. Their pickles are good. Yeah. I, uh, I make sure they load me up there. Yeah. You know, if they, if they're skimping, I'm like, Hey, throw some more on there. Yeah, please. Condiments are important. And subway taught me that, but yeah, I mean, I used to like subway, but I will not touch the shit anymore. It's disgusting. And really? It's vile. Yeah. I, okay. the only situation I'll eat subway is like, if I'm, driving through indiana and there's like nothing else like if it's like get subway or get like mcdonald's i'll be like oh, tough call i only want to feel like shit for two hours instead of four hours let me let me do the subway <laughs> i have so many thoughts kevin so first subway is is a staple right like i think it's one of those places that like everyone grew up like getting subway sandwiches i think the five dollar foot long as kevin said like that marketing move to make a foot long sandwich for five dollars was i mean maybe one of the most epic marketing campaigns of all time still remember the jingle of course the song the the deal and it's subway is you know it's it's kind of its own beast and i agree with you kevin completely my move is there you know, get turkey, get literally every single topping there is, you know, load up on, on on everything and you're in for a good time. I think the funny part about Subway is that people I don't know if this is as true anymore, but I remember like people used to think that Subway sandwiches were like a healthy lunch. Like if you were to get like a, a, a turkey foot long sub, it'd be like, oh, it's only uh, 800 calories. But like you're eating a full loaf of bread. That's yeah. like the thing that like is sort of gone unspoken. I think it's like, yeah, maybe it's not, it's not fast food, right? It's not, it's not a burger and fries, but it is still a whole loaf of bread. And I got to say, there's been a time in my life when I would even, even late into my life, like when I was working at Coke and we were on Madison Avenue and I would, you know, sometimes be like, you know what? No, I'm going, I'm going to subway. There was a subway no. down the block and I would no. hit it. And I'd just be like, yo, give me it, you know, give me that foot long. You went to uh, Subway in New York City? Yeah, yeah. And it what was is good. wrong with you? It was, it was, that's it was. All, that's, yeah. that's like a mortal sin. Like, why would you ever do that? Yeah. I mean, listen, Kevin, I go, grew up here. You could here, go so, anywhere else. Yeah, of course, you can get a better sandwich. You can get a fancy prosciutto. Like, you can get something better. But in New York City, when you're just like, I want something quick, I want something cheap, I don't want to eat another fucking salad again for lunch, and I'm just going to go to Subway. And I'm, and I'm not saying it's going to happen every day. I'm not saying this is like a constant thing I would do, but it would be something I do maybe, you know, a couple times a year, just just a just a sort of throwback vintage, you know, run it back. And to be honest, it always hit. Can I tell you that recently, in the last year, I had that urge to go to a Subway in Brooklyn, in Clinton Hill. And it was like, 
probably football Sunday. Uh, wife was somewhere and I was like left to my own devices. And I was like, I'm going to go to Subway. I'm going to do it. I'm going to go get a foot long and I'm going to, I'm going to run it back. And can I tell you <laughs> when I tell you that it was the grossest thing I've had in such a long time, it was so gnarly. You and I think, had it coming. I know, but I think, I think there are some Subway shops that like have no. pride and care and make a good sandwich for that thing. It's not going to beat most delis, bodega, uh, a, a fine, you know, delicatessen, you know, Defontes. Like there's a you million lived, better you sandwiches. Lived, you lived right by farm in the deli. No, I agree. You I went to fucking Subway and you dude, went to I, fucking Subway, dude. And it's, it's across the street too, which is the crazy part. Farm and, and I go to farm and deli all the time. I get a farm and deli sandwich all the time, but sometimes it's a different thing. I don't think it's like the same. You're talking about comparing like a, a really good turkey sandwich from like a really good sandwich shop in Brooklyn and like a Subway sandwich. A Subway sandwich is like its own, it's its own cuisine. Listen, I'll take I'll take a fucking like dirty ass random bodega. Go to Clay in Manhattan and you'll find a pretty like yes. kind of yes. weird looking like vibe yeah. is off in there. And I'll yeah. take that sandwich any day over a fucking Subway sandwich. Agreed. Agreed. 99 bodegas out of in Brooklyn make a better sandwich than Subway. I agree with you completely. But I just didn't, I didn't want that. I wanted the Subway sandwich. I wanted to like, I want a little bit of that nostalgia. I wanted that, that old comfort food. And it was so bad. It was absolutely gross. But one of the things I always remember about Subway, and I think this is where we got to go with the topic because the tuna conversation, we just, you know, we both have strong opinions about Subway, obviously. The tuna thing happened in January. This is the first time I guess I've seen this story about how you know, because the tuna wasn't tuna, right? And I think yeah. everyone, people were alarmed and 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 um, upset, and you know, it was controversial. But I never had the tuna. I was never fucking with the tuna. I would have like a turkey sandwich, or maybe like a uh, you know Italian sandwich, like B BMT or whatever. Like I'd go there, and maybe I'd even try some like you know some like Philly meat or something like um, steak sandwich or something crazy. Um, but I would never go tuna. Never in a million years go yeah. tuna at Subway. So it didn't really matter. Didn't really phase me. The bread not being bread is the news story, or maybe that's an old story that's recirculating. Either way, no, I think I think the tuna is recirculating now, but the bread not being bread was like a previous story. Wow, I, no. we can't get it straight which is coming up, but the, this is the first time I found out that the bread is not bread. I think they said it's got too much sugar in it to be classified as bread under like the USDA or whoever okay. the fuck makes the food rules, or yeah, you know, whoever whoever's in charge of that, they said it's not bread. They can't okay, call, so, I don't think they can even call it bread anymore. Got it. It's not bread. It's cake. If the tuna's not tuna and the bread's not bread, what else is Subway hiding from us? Like, is the meat meat? Or is the are the tomatoes tomatoes? Because I've I've seen those tomatoes. They're they're not looking too good. They're um they're very they're very desaturated tomatoes. They're, okay. They don't look good. I'm what else? What else? What else? Is, what else are they hiding from us? I want answers, Subway. Kevin, you know what I just discovered here? The tuna story is from January, twenty twenty one. The bread story is from October 2020, and this story is as fresh as a Subway sandwich. Neither of these topics are are, are new topics. Well, but, but it's, I'm it's glad we're talking this about week. them. It's okay, circulating it's back. This week. I've it's seen back a lot of people. Minute. I've seen a lot of people talk about it. Got it. And I like how stories sometimes like that. They like kind of like you know they bubble up on Twitter. People get offended. People get crazy, and they're like, "We gotta talk about this," and then they go away, and then like that story will come back six months later and be like, can you believe it? The fucking tuna is not tuna. And people like lose their minds again and be like, we did this six months ago. The bread not being bread is kind of alarming. 
I mean, the fact that it's cake is like, it makes a lot of sense because that bread, the smell of the Subway sandwich, like death, taxes, and the smell of a Subway sandwich shop, those are the only things guaranteed in life. <laughs> and I've I've stayed true to that. Oh, it um, smells good. I'll give them that. It's a classic. And it's something that, um, remember, Kevin, there was one story that said that like um, the bread had like pieces of yoga mat in that. Do you remember oh, that yeah. story? Maybe it wasn't, the, it might not that. have been the bread. It might've been something else. Let me, let me fact check this one. <laughs> Can you check on the facts on the yoga mat uh, ingredients? Where would the, I assume it's the bread. I don't know why, but I feel like it's got to be the bread. I feel like this sounds like so many, like, I feel like the McRib had yoga mat in it. Like, <laughs> oh, I found it. In 2013, Subway was sued after a viral social media post proved that the chain's advertised footlongs weren't actually a footlong, which, I mean, yeah, come on, relax. You know, that's, I mean, they're pretty big. For $5, you need to chill out with that narrative. But the following year, the chain removed azidecarbamide, a chemical found in yoga mats, from its bread after an online petition went viral calling for its removal. I mean, Subway can't catch a break. Obviously, Jared. Obviously, you know, their tuna's not turning. The bad press. Um, you know what they need, Kevin? A rebrand. Yeah. Um, they did do one a couple of years ago. And uh, you know what? Small, uh, very small rebrand. I had a friend, uh, I had a friend work on that. When she was at, at Turner Duckworth. Yeah. yeah. Shout out, That's a Turner Duckworth. Um, that's Subway rebrand. Um, not my favorite. Um, I think Subway needs to do like a whole new. They need to do the honorable thing and just remove themselves from the earth. <laughs> remove themselves from the conversation and just be like, listen, we're going to shut down. Yeah. 50,000 hey, sandwich shops. Their tuna is not tuna. Their bread's not bread. Mm-hmm. And their hero spokesperson was no hero. Wow. <laughs> He was a fucking disgusting. <laughs> we don't need to say what he was. He, we know he's not a hero. Um, shout out to Subway. I mean, Kevin. You know, we've 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 roast boom roasted. Consider them. Uh, no, but Subway will get all this bad press, and then yeah. they'll still they'll still keep going. Like they'll well, of course they'll be. It's not going to affect them. Like they're still going to have JJ Watt in their commercial eating a fucking sub. You think JJ Watt's putting a fucking Subway sub in his? <laughs> Body, absolutely not. No, absolutely not. JJ Watt is a machine. He only puts in fucking like uh, you know, uh, a boiled chicken and salmon and brown rice only. Only fucking JJ Watt is never eating a Subway sandwich. You know what? My other beef with Subway sandwiches, I have so much, I have so much to say about Subway sandwiches. The commercials, they always have the sandwiches and they sort of like hold them with one hand. And you're like, what world are we ever eating a Subway sandwich with one hand, like an ice cream cone? If you've ever had a Subway sandwich, you don't just like peel off the like uh, wrapper and eat it like it's, it's a lollipop. It's like they never show the in the commercials, they always show them eating these sandwiches in such bizarre ways. It's it blows my fucking yeah. mind. It's a bad brand. They need to go away. But I don't. But here's the thing. I like a bad brand. It's sort of like I think it could be saved. I think it needs to like. It sounds like something you need to work out with your therapist. This seems like some other problems in your life that are rearing their head in your relationship with brands. I can I can save them. I can I can make it cool again. Your um, love your love for Subway is toxic. They have to burn it all down, though. I think that's the only way. The first place is to start a forest fire and burn it all down. No forest then, fires, Alex. And then, and then we we build Subway back up from the ashes. We gotta, you know, we gotta reposition. We gotta reformulate. Now, we gotta, you know, we got a lot of work to it do. It needs to, it needs to die, and it needs to stay dead. Subway, reach out to us. We got you. I'm willing to figure it out. I think you know there, there's 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 a love there. I think hey. there's a love that Subway has. But it needs um, it needs. If Subway comes to us, we are doing a comprehensive 
holistic agricultural like food sourcing like we're doing everything we're not just doing fucking yeah. we're not, we're not going to slap a new fucking logo on them no that's what i mean they need to go full sweet green they need to change their entire existence they need to like do good things and have real food and source locally and like but they can't do that so they just need to be eliminated well, they, they, well, they need, can't their do time it is up five dollars subway's that's- canceled on to the next topic well, they're they're stuck in this five dollar foot long fucking hell that they made for themselves because it's like they can't they can't become a twelve dollar sandwich, and then they're fucked, you know. And they but they need better ingredients and they can't uh, they they can't do that and keep the prices down. But so, I mean, I don't know how you get out of that, but I just hey, know should that- should foot long sandwiches cost five dollars? Probably not. That's a good point. Probably not. I think uh, if you get anything for five dollars and you're putting it into your body, it's probably a bad idea. Moving on to the next topic. Speaking of bread, overpriced bread, reimagined bread, being fired up, being fired up. There's a new brand that has launched today. It is called the Better Bagel, and uh, it is from a company called Better Brand. I don't know what that means. So it just popped up onto my feed, and the headline is "Consider the Green." changed transforming the most carb heavy foods into the least meet the better bagel and the uh packaging of this bagel looks like it is the uh bagel that you just bought at the apple store it's all white it's got this big beautiful bagel hole right on the front of it and um it's got this clean serif at the top and it's kind of designed with less carbs and more protein it looks like technology meets food meets bagel meets carbs and it's claiming that it's a the future of food on a mission to help create you know a world free of unnecessary barriers and limitations oh, shut the fuck this up is a ddc company right out of my own heart trying to design and make a better future and it starts with the fucking bagel the yes. classic new york delicacy that i grew up with and uh kevin all right, I think down should, for the better bagel. I think we should break this up into two parts. I yeah. think design, copy, everything, yeah. all the creative material behind this, pretty mm-hmm. good. Like consider the grain changed, great line. You know, the packaging looks pretty good for you know what it is. Like I, yeah, I don't really have a strong opinion on it. Like it's, it's intriguing. Know, packaging's cool. Like whatever. It, it kind of looks like a fucking CD ROM or some shit. Yeah, it's it's the nugs of bagels. Yes, the nugs of bagels and. You know, they did a good job, but like, just fuck off. Like, you don't need to reinvent the goddamn bagel. Like, if you're trying to not eat carbs, like, don't eat other, a fucking bagel. Yeah, don't eat a bagel. Like, there's other things you can eat. Like, you don't need, you don't, we don't need all these reinvented foods. Like, but I love bagels, Kevin. What do you mean? Well, maybe practice some self control. <laughs> I'm sorry that sounded harsh, but like, no. No, you're we right. Need, and to be honest, this, this is no. The world does not need a better bagel. But Kevin, as a New York Jew who grew up eating bagels every single weekend and would love to eat a bagel right now with a schmear of cream cheese and some lox and some tomato and a little bit of onion, I can't. Why? It's too you, much. You could. You could it's eat too a, much. Eat a it's, fucking bagel. You're losing New York points here. Like, oh uh, yeah, yeah, you're eating Subway. You're coming yep. out and saying this low carb bagel is good. Like, what is? What are you doing? Like, I mean, I'm, I've I've lost the plot. Is what you're saying? What are you gonna tell me? You're a Brooklyn Nets fan now? <laughs> 
Absolutely not. Uh, shout out to the last pod where Kevin talks about the Nets going to the Eastern Conference Finals and then resting their players so they'd be fully ready for the NBA Finals. Kevin, how's that going? No, shut up. We're going to rest the guys. The guys are going to yeah. get some rest. No, we're, we're not doing finals. this now. We're not doing this now. So this they're is, ready for this the This is bagel time. This is bagel time, Alex. Okay. This is fucking bagel time. Okay, let's talk about the bagel. So, so but you're like, you're, how are you defending this? You, I, this I'm, morning, you were not defending this. You were anti better brand bagel. <laughs> I'm being a little sarcastic. Honestly, I feel targeted. I feel patronized. And because this is all the things I love in the world, right? It's good packaging. It's bagels. It's less carbs. It seems healthier. It's got a good website. It's got, you know, sort of uh, puns. It's all the things. They're using all of my fucking tricks on me. Yeah. And it's not working, which is sad. But I got to say, I'm a little intrigued. I got to I gotta say, I got to try the bagel. I need to know what this looks like. I need to know what this tastes like. And again, it's another thing. We got a taste test on the pod. The better bagel. I know. I, less carbs, more protein. What, how gross is this bagel going to be? But I'm, I'm so intrigued. I got to try it. I, I don't know. I think it's going to work. I think people want products that ice cream, soda, bagels, chocolate. They want things that taste delicious, but they don't want to sacrifice and not have them. And they know they can't have them because they're terrible for you. And so people are trying to reinvent them. And to be honest, the bagel, like, it's it's ripe for disruption. <laughs> the bagel does not need to be reinvented. You don't want plant-based ingredients in your bagel? No. I want a I want a regular bagel. And like if I if I'm if I'm working on my on my bod and trying yeah. to get it right. Maybe yeah. I don't need a bagel. Maybe, maybe no. I can, you know, I'm not really one to talk because, you know, I'm the team chubby gang <laughs> over here. So what you're saying is if you want to, if you want to eat better, don't eat a fucking bagel. And yeah, if you want to eat better, like, is, and you're saying, oh, go to the gym and work out. And then one day a month, you can have a bagel. No, you but can, that's, like, you can have a bagel. People. That's too hard. That's what you're saying. You're saying, well, I know because we're be lazy. Healthy, if you want to be healthy, you know, eat salads and eat and cook, you know, most of your food and eat veggies and proteins and then, you know, work out. And then once a fucking month, you can have a delicious lox and cream cheese bagel and you can get it from, you know, Boz Bagels or whatever, you know, bagel place in New York City, Russ and Daughters and enjoy it versus trying to be lazy, not work out, eat not so good and then eat the better bagel. That's your point of view. Yeah, I just don't think like. It, Listen, it's a. It, you're saying exactly what people need to hear. I I'm think not, I'm. I, I the think only I'm, why I'm disagreeing with you is because I'm that guy who's not gonna do that. I'm not gonna go to the gym every other day, and I'm not gonna eat salads every single day. Yeah, but the better I bagel isn't gonna bagel. save you, Alex. The better bagel's not saving you. What do you mean? It's not They're gonna save you. Inventing the future of food, Kevin. It's clinically proven. To lower insulin levels, keep you full longer, positively impact gut health, reduce my blood pressure. You know how easy it is to make those claims? I don't really even think you need to like have any scientific base to claim any of that shit. Promotes digestive health? Anybody can fucking say that because you put it into your digestive health and like it improves it. Like Yes. You're saying that these you're saying that these claims cannot be justified. No, they're I, I would be shocked. 
if these claims were scientifically bad. I gotta say, Kevin, and I, listen, I hear what you're saying, and I'm, I'm I'm playing devil's advocate for the sake of it because I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued by this bagel. I'm intrigued by it. It just, you know, looking at the hole right on the front of the package, I'm just like I'm being sucked in. And one of the things that sucked me in, and this is this is honest truth, net carb content, same as two banana slices. That's how low in carb it is. It has the same protein content as four eggs, and it has the sugar content of one stalk of celery. I got to know what this tastes like. As a bagel connoisseur, someone that grew up on bagels, my people invented the bagel. This is innovation. This is technology coming to the bagel space. I would like to try it as well. I mean, we got to try it. We yeah, we'll, try we'll order some. I mean, I'm also in the boat where your bagel is only as good as your schmear. So you're right. So it brings up a good point, though, Kevin. What are we going to put on this bagel? Because cream cheese is not a healthy option. I mean, when I make a bagel, I I fucking... You let it rip. I mean, that's the kind of the part. Here. I use probably... I think some people would say too much cream cheese. But for me, <laughs> there's no such thing. I just think, you know, what you're reacting to, and I think what most people will react to, you know, is like, fuck off you know, uh, mm -hmm. better technology bagel. Like it is, it is, is proprietary food technology. Yes. Like it, it's pandering. It's got the serif and the clean packaging. It's all those things. These things get me. And I think these things get people and I think it's going to work. I'm looking to eat a bagel and not feel bad about it. To be honest, I'm now just, I'm just kind of bummed that, you know, we're not the ones behind this thing designed and handmade. In I mean, it's, it, it really is it pandering to me. It's literally saying, Alex, we made this thing for you. We literally made this. This is this is the better bagel for you, Alex. And I, again, there's a part of me that's like, it's speaking to me in a way that I cannot resist it. Yeah. But it's also doing it so much that it makes me like, I'm just fighting. I'm fighting, you know, I'm just like, you know, they're dragging me, they're, they're pulling me in and I'm just like, I know what you're doing. I see what you're doing here. Yeah. But I, I do want to try it. I think the th other thing with me is like, I feel particularly triggered because of how it's pandering it's really well done and the copy's great like consider the, the grain changed the better or worse shit on instagram is good like, oh really good instagram oh they they're doing all the right things like it looks great like visually yeah, design wise yeah. like this is a fantastic project yeah but it's Good job like, well done it's shit like this that makes me want to hang up the cleats if you know oh yeah. No, I totally get it. I totally get it. It's like, is this the end of uh, graphic design? It, you know what I mean? It, it, it totally does. You know, is, is this, is this, where do we go from here? Right. Is like the D to C better for you technology enabled bagel. Like you, you, someone could say, yep, hang it up here. We're done here. We're done. We, uh, we, we hit, we hit peak brand. We've done it. You know, we've done, you know, ladies and gentlemen, we've done it. We, we've, we've hit the end, but I don't think it is the end. It does read a little bit like a parody as well. Right. You know, something yeah. like a, like a, like a, a, a an SNL skit, you know, like a, a technology enabled bagel that, you know, uh, you know, the better bagel feature, you know, for the better future. And it's like lower your carb footprint. It's like, it's almost so good line, but it makes me, it makes me hate myself. I think. I, I, I could see why I totally understand it. And I think that's the one, that's the last piece. It's just like, it's right up to the edge there. And you know what? I do think this brand could have used a little bit of, a little bit of uh, humor and a little bit of personality. Cause I think that's what Nugs gets. Well, it's like, yes, they're changing food and they're using technology to make a better, uh, a future, uh, a future, uh, with, uh, you know, sort of less carbs and, you know, sort of no chicken and no, 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 uh, no chicken in the nuggets. Um, but they do it in a way that has a little bit of tongue in cheek. Yeah. And this, this is lacking. 
unlocking that. So I will say it's catering to all my needs. It's it's hit me right in the in the sweet spot for me, but it it needs a little bit of uh, self awareness. Yeah. I think that's that's the last piece. Hey, if you send us if you send us this bagel and it's good, oh, I'll, yes. I'll eat my words in the podcast. I will not hesitate to give you props. But you know, uh-huh. prove me wrong. This bagel is gonna fucking suck. Fuck your better bagel, Kevin. Get out of my face, Kevin. When are you back in New York? Uh, next Thursday. Next Wednesday. Gonna, next Thursday. I'm gonna order the better bagel. We're gonna right. we're gonna have the better bagel on the pod next week. I think we wanted to try a million things. We want to try the 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 orange cream school uh, Coors Light. We want to try the better bagel. We want to try the chicken sandwich. We want to try all the chicken sandwiches. What else do we want to try? I know we want to try the cool 45. We want we oh, want it all. Oh my god, we're gonna be we so want it all. fat and uh, you know summer body uh, is canceled. No, but uh, if we eat the better bagel, we'll be skinny. That's right. We're a better future. Um, Kevin, we have to go. We have a team meeting and uh, they're, they're joining the podcast. So uh, we'll say just really quickly to all the fans and followers, thank you so much. Good Gucci flip flops. Fuck you, hit your bitch in the socks. This is a big white. Diamonds dripping off for the clock. Who the six out? When it's time, dropping the top. Give it to they pussy ass. Turn this shit up a notch. Gucci flip flops. Make a kick rock. It's a big clock. Hit your bitch in the socks. This a big watch. Diamonds dripping off of the clock.